Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, Feed Our Homeless have been reporting an increase in the number of families sleeping in Garda stations while waiting for emergency accommodation. They say a large number of the families are coming from the private rental sector, but end up sleeping in Garda stations as there is nowhere for them to contact if they happen to be turfed out after nine o'clock at night. I'm joined on the line now by Anthony Walsh from Feed Our Homeless. Anthony, we, we saw and there was a lot of focus on this issue a couple of years before the pandemic. When we saw photos on social media of families sleeping in Garda stations uh, in and around Dublin, we heard throughout the pandemic that in actual fact there'd been a reduction in homeless numbers, a lot of accommodation that wasn't free, uh, had been freed up and so that the, the homeless situation maybe wasn't as critical, certainly for families as it has. But you're now saying that's we've had a reversal of that. Yeah, good afternoon, Ruth. How are you? This is Tara. You're on air now, Anthony. Oh, Tara, Tara good afternoon. How are you? Um, yeah, so just to answer your question, um, due to the rental market, we've seen rent increase, okay? And what's happening is we're seeing families present um, either ringing our office in the daytime. Now, the daytime is fine the families ring to um, become homeless because there is a free phone number there that we can link in with, uh, uh, Dublin Simon, the DRHE, or Dublin City Council where we can try and get a family into emergency accommodation. But the issue that we're facing while our nightly teams are out on the street is after 9pm, there's a family support number that a family would ring um, from 4 o'clock up to 9pm at night if the presenter's homeless. But after 9pm, there is nothing there. Um, Dublin City Council is saying that after 9pm, you ring Tusla. Now, when you ring Tusla, Tusla is saying that no, they, they have no obligation whatsoever to house a, a, a fine source of needs accommodation for a family. And we got a call the other night from a guard station on the south side for our team to engage with um, a family and four children who were basically walking the street and had nowhere to go. And when, we, when our team presented to the guard station, we rang Tussle and Tussle said, no, we've no obligation. Now, it's very sad in this day and age that we have families sleeping in garage stations. Now, lucky enough, we're the volunteer run charity, but what we did do was we sourced emergency accommodation for the family. We sourced two rooms just around the corner in a hotel to put the family up for the night okay. rather than sleep in a garage station. But that, that is totally unacceptable. And two weeks previous to that, we attended a garage station on the north side with a young mother and a single child who presented to the garage station who was Again, had nowhere to go. The guardie contacted Dublin City Council, couldn't get through. They then were told to contact Tusla. Tusla again said no, it was they weren't obliged to do anything. Only for the guards on that night, and um, they encouraged the family member to take the mother and the, the young child in. Okay, and but, Anthony, but, Anthony, just you know, again, you're right. You know, we we we'd seen photos of families in Garda stations years ago, and I suppose most people thought that it had gone away, that there was more of of a handle. But why are these people presenting, and why are they presenting late at night? Is it that because rents are increasing, they're not meeting the rent, and they're being turfed out onto the side of the road? Well, you know, we, we've seen an increase in, in even food poverty. We, we work with families and elderly in the community doing um, food hampers each week. And many a family say to us, you know, due to the rents being so high, 
it's forcing them into food poverty and forcing them into homelessness. Um, and what is happening is we've seen an increase in the rent. The rental market is boasting at the themes. There's not enough rental properties to meet the need. You know, the government have relied on the rental market for far too long to solve the housing crisis. You know, we need to go back and give the powers to the authorities like Dublin City Council, South Dublin County Council, to build property. But Anthony, um, that's, I mean, and look, the, you know, Minister Dara O'Brien will say that that's precisely what, you know, government initiatives are doing, but they're not going to build a property overnight. You know, that's no. not going to help the mother and child who presented in North Dublin last week or this family that presented in South Dublin a few days ago. What... Now, we, I have to also say that we did reach out to Dublin City Council today for comment on this and to get their perspective on it. We haven't been able to, we certainly haven't gotten a response as yet. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm sure that they have they have their side of this story too. But I mean, what, you know, a local authority, even if they are empowered, they're not going to be able to provide a housing unit tomorrow. No, but as an immediate intervention, which should be brought in, and I'm calling on the Minister of Housing and I'm calling on the Minister of Child Protection, the Minister of Children, because this is a child protection issue where children are presenting to guard stations. We need to ensure that there's a 24-hour emergency service provided to any family who presents as homeless, they ring a free phone number and they will be able to source emergency accommodation. It's disgraceful, it's totally unacceptable that we have families um, at nine, after nine o'clock being told there's nothing, can do, nothing we can do for you, you have to sleep in a guard station. That is disgraceful, but we can It can be. It can be fixed if we put a twenty-four hour emergency uh, number in place and uh, provide it to those who present as homeless, particularly the families and the children. There's been a lot of criticism lately, Anthony, and, and certainly a, lo- a lot of uh, spotlight on the homeless <coughs> sector and about the large number of um, of people who are operating and societies and organisations that are operating in this space. Is it not possible for all of you to get together under some umbrella group and actually man that 24-hour line yourself? I'm not for one second suggesting that it should be your responsibility. I'm not, I'm just asking, is that one possible solution? Well, as I'm aware, Dublin City Council are funded, you know, to buy, uh, Dublin City Council are funded by the government, you know, to provide this service. Like what you're asking there is asking for all these umbrella groups to provide a service. None of these groups are, are uh, government funded. Mm, yeah. You know, so what we need to do is go back to the drawing board and provide a vital service to those who are most vulnerable and most in need of emergency accommodation because nobody should ever have to sleep in the guard station. And, um, you know, next thing is what we're going to see is because uh, we're going to see an influx. Now, we, the real fear is on the run up to Christmas now and throughout the winter months, we are going to see more families present as homeless. Mm due to coming from the rental market, you know, yeah. and it, it's happened far too often now over the last few weeks that we have seen families present the guard stations, as I said, one on the north side, two yeah. on the south side. Um, I'm, I was told there two weeks ago that a family was left in the guard station. This came to light only two days ago, yeah. that a family I'm, I'm... on the south side and you know, and if we're if we're seeing one or two or three incidences, then we're going to see more of them. Anthony, finally, I just want to ask you about uh, another issue related to the homeless services and and people operating in 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 the voluntary capacity. There was some suggestion that guard the vetting uh, is remiss and is not there in, across many of the organisations. I know the Father Peter McVeary Trust this week stating that all of their uh, members or all of their uh, people who work with them are guard the vetted, and if they're not, if there are volunteers. Uh, 
that they are always accompanied by somebody who is Garda vetted. Is that something that you would call for and support, uh, call for support of? 100%. Within our organisation, we do Garda vetting, we do training for our volunteers in terms of, you know, overdose awareness and first aid and we have training in place to de- to help our volunteers while they're out dealing with vulnerable people. Um, but 100%, we need to bring in Garda Venn. If we're dealing with, if we are uh, dealing with vulnerable people, uh, volunteers should be Garda Venn right across the sector. But also, as I said, training needs to be put in place. But a lot yeah. of the voluntary-run organisations don't have funds for that. Yeah, true. for the training. Absolutely, so, and I suppose if it, you know if you're if you're relying on fundraising, then you have to see. Where is the best use of those funds? And it is, of course, helping people in need rather than training and uh, such like. Anthony Walsh from Feed Our Homeless. Thanks for joining us. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.